This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or for how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Polls by Gerard Manley Hopkins. Read by Linda Liu. Part 7b. Editor's Notes to Poems 52 through 58. Poem 52. Summa. This poem had, I believe, the ambitious design which its title suggests. What was done of it was destroyed, with other things, when he joined the Jesuits. My copy is a contemporary autograph of sixteen lines, written when he was still an undergraduate. I give the first four. Capital A. Poem 53. What being? Two scraps in H. I take the apparently later one and have inserted the comma in line three. Poem 54. On the portrait, etc. Monastreven, County of Kildare, Christmas 86. Autograph with full title. No corrections. In capital A. Early drafts in H. Poem 55. The sea took pity. Undated pencil scrap in H. Poem 56. Ash Bows. Open parentheses. My title. Close parentheses. In H in two versions. First as a curdle sonnet. Like 13 and 22. On same sheet with the four sonnets. 44 through 47. And preceding them. Second, an apparently later version in the same meter on a page by itself, with expanded variation from seventh line, making thirteen lines for eleven. I print the whole of this second manuscript, and have put brackets to show what I think would make the best version of the poem, for if the bracketed words were omitted, the original curdle sonnet form would be preserved and carry the good corrections. The uncomfortable I in the added portion, was perhaps to be worked as a vocative, referring to first line, question mark. Poem 57. Hope Holds. In H, a torn, undated scrap which carries a vivid splotch of local color. Line 4. A variant has a growing burnish brighter than. Poem 58. St. Winifred. G.M.H. began a tragedy on St. Winifred, October 79, for which he subsequently wrote the chorus. Poem 36 above. He was at it again in 1881, and had mentioned the play in his letters, and when, some years later, I determined to write my Feast of Bacchus in six-dressed verse, I sent him a sample of it, and asked him to let me see what he had made of the measure. The manuscript which he sent me, April 1st, 1885, was copied, and that copy is the text in this book, from capital A, the original not being discoverable. It may therefore contain copious errors. Twenty years later, when I was writing my Demeter for the lady students at Somerville College, I remembered the first line of Caradoc's soliloquy and made some use of it. On the other hand, the broken line I read her eyes in my first part of Nero is proved by date to be a coincidence and not a reminiscence. Caradoc was to quote, die impenitent, struck by the finger of God. Unquote. End of part seven B.
This recording is in the public domain.